Show some love to Jason, Josh, Austin, Mikey, Cassidy. Man, shout out to our leaders too. Amber in the room. Amber's in. All right, shout out to Amber. Come on, guys. Come on. Where's the love for Amber? Where's the love for Reese Bresson? This dude, this dude, this guy. You guys got to tell this guy to stay here forever, all right? Convince him, okay? All right. Austin Haggerty over there with the camera. Shout out to Austin. Where's the love? Is Cassidy. Shout out to Cassidy. Show some love. Josh Schwander hiding in the corner. Show some love to Josh. You got to love these people. These people do this for free. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that crazy? Do this, they work full-time jobs. They show up here. I don't know why. I have no idea. But they love you guys. Um, they adore you guys. So um, really cool. I hope one day you guys will be like them and do something wherever you are with students. So, All right, so we've been in Colossians 3 the last few weeks. And we've been diving into that, into that um, word and into that study. Um, you know what? This is really embarrassing, but I forgot my Bible. So, oh, there's one over here. I was going to say, if someone had a Bible on their phone, they could come up here and read it to me. But good thing we just have Bibles casually lying around here. So Colossians 3, 1 through 4. And do you guys remember some of the stories I've shared with you? Um, I shared a story about a dragon. Anyone remember that story? What did I say about that story? Oh, boom. Was that a leader or was that a student? That's Zach Sink. What a listener. Man, uh, dude, I should give you like $5 for that answer. Um, does anyone remember the story about some hobbits? Gollum, there, I, there you go, Gollum. We got Schmeagle and Gollum. What was uh, Gollum's problem? He uh, loved something, right? He had a precious ring. He loved Respressing, was his precious, yeah. So we've been talking about transformation, transformation from our old ways to our new ways, and the way that happens is through Jesus, all right, and Jesus paying the price for your sins. Um, if you confess your sins to Jesus, if you look to him and you repent and you turn away from what you are doing wrong and you trust that he has you covered and you surrender to him as king over your life, you're with Jesus, and so this, this is for you. So listen to these words. You and I face a great evil. It's our own deaths. It's the deaths of our friends and family members. And this is what Colossians 3 says. So listen to this. Since you have been raised, resurrected with Jesus, set your hearts on things above where Jesus is seated at God's right hand. Set your mind on things above. Don't look to earthly things. Because you have died and your life is now hidden with Jesus in God. When Jesus, who is your life, appears, then you will appear with him in glory. If you belong to Jesus, you do not belong here. This place is not your home. You belong to a place that is coming soon, a country that is coming soon. This is not your home. You are on a journey, a long journey, back to your true and real home. And this home is with Jesus. And Jesus is the one who carries you home. I shared the story earlier about Frodo, a hobbit in Lord of the Rings. He's on a long journey to destroy an evil ring 
right? He collapses at the end of his journey in Mordor, the most evil land in Middle Earth. He collapses on the side of the Mount Doom where the ring can be destroyed. He comes so close. He's tried so hard. He's journeyed for so long, but the ring and the evil and the burden on him is so great and so harsh, he cannot take another step. He has failed, and he collapses. He's come so close, but he cannot finish it. He can't destroy it. But is Frodo alone? He has a friend with him. His name is Sam. Sam, in that moment, says to Frodo, I cannot bear the burden of the ring for you, but I can carry you. And so Sam carries Frodo to the end of the journey the rest of the way. Who will carry you along this journey? Who will carry you to your end, to your death? And who will carry you beyond your death? Who will be with you on your deathbed? Who will be with you in the grave? And who will be with you in eternal life? If you belong to Jesus, he will. You're not alone. Be still and let Jesus hold you. We're taught in America that when we fail, just to get back up and try harder. We're taught in America that, you know, in sports, that when you suffer a loss or you lose a game or you make a mistake uh, to hit the practice field, hit the gym, go early in the morning, go late at night, get better and better and better and try harder and harder and harder until you succeed. But this is one thing you cannot succeed in. You cannot save yourself from death. There's no, nothing you can do. No matter how hard you try or how hard you work, you will never, ever be able to defeat it. You need someone to carry you. You need someone to rescue you. You need someone to hold you. You need a Sam. You need Jesus. I hope that tonight, as you have maybe tried as hard as you can to work out your own sin, tried as hard as you can to stop sinning, I hope that tonight you collapse on the side of the mountain. I hope that tonight you just lay down and fall apart. I hope that tonight you stop trying, you trust, and you let Jesus hold you and carry you. Some of you guys are in a lot of pain. Your home life is a mess. Some of you wish um, that you had a different life, that you had different struggles. Some of you have sin that's eating you from the inside out. You have evil that attacks you day and night. Some of you struggle with depression, hopelessness. Um, some of you guys in this room struggle with hurting yourself wounding yourself. Some of you struggle with the way you look, the way you talk, the way you sound. Some of you just wish that all of this would change. Jesus does not tell you to work harder. Jesus does not tell you to try harder. Jesus does not tell you to change yourself. But he invites you to come to him and to let him change you. Let him do the hard work. Let him rip the skin off. Let him do the heart surgery. 
You just have to lay on the table. Keep your eyes on him. Wait and follow him. The journey for you is not yet over. You're going to suffer more. You're going to hurt more. But you must hold your eyes on Jesus. There will be moments where you're going to face dragons inside of you and outside of you. They will overwhelm you. Some of you will get married and divorce. Some of you will get married, divorce, get married again, and divorce again. Some of you will abuse and hurt your children. Some of you will abandon your children, possibly neglect your children. Some of you will lose your children. Some of you will lose your spouse. Some of you will lose your life early. Some of you might lose your parents early, but you must hold your eyes on Jesus. There will be moments when you'll be not be able to take one more step. There will be moments where you will cry so hard, cry so hard that it feels like something is insatiable inside of you. Some of you will feel emptied out. Some of you will suffer so much, but you must hold your eyes on Jesus. There are going to be moments of incredible pain, hurt, but hold your eyes on Jesus. There will be moments of death. One day, your own. Hold your eyes on Jesus. Be still. Look at him. Say, let him save you and let him carry you home. I want to close with this story from The Hobbit. There's a bowman who lives in Lake Town, a lake village. His name is Bard, B-A-R-D. And he has a little boy, and there's a dragon that threatens this town. This dragon lives in the mountain, but it's decided to come down from the mountain and destroy Lake Town. It's breathing fire throughout the entire town. It's burning down the houses and the villagers. It's killing everyone it sees in sight. And this dragon cannot be stopped. And there's only one man who stands against this dragon. His name's Smog. Smog. Sorry. He climbs a tower, this man. He climbs all the way up to the top of the tower. His name's Bard the Bowman, who I introduced to you. He climbs all the way to the top. The tower is on fire. And he's shooting arrows at the dragon as it swoops in and out through the town, breathing fire. But all the arrows just break off the dragon's skin like toothpicks. Eventually, the dragon catches the attention. He, he sees Bard, the only man fighting against him, and he stops, and he lands in the middle of the town, breaking the houses around under his feet, breaking the roofs off under his belly, and begins to crawl slowly towards Bard on the tower. And he mocks him. He laughs at him. Bard hears something below him. He looks down underneath him, and he sees that his son, his little boy, is climbing up the tower. He pulls his son up to the top, and his son says, you know, we, we need to stop the dragon. And Bard says, I can't. The son pulls out a javelin, an iron javelin, a spear that he carried up, and, and he says, will this work? He says, it's all we got. So as the as Smaug begins to mock Bard and the boy standing, you know, on the tower, he says, what are you, he mocks them about their impending death that's coming, that's about to approach. It's like he's playing with his food before he eats it. 
they fastened between the two poles, rope, creating a giant bow. They take the javelin, they press it and create tension between the rope. And Bard asks his son to stand in front of the arrow and to place the arrow, the javelin, on his shoulder. So they pull it back. The javelin's on the shoulder of the son. He says, move to the left, a little bit to the right. And as his son is moving, he's zeroing in on his target, on the dragon. The boy is looking at his dad eye to eye. And Bard says to him, be still, son. Be still. Evil all around him. Fire burning below his feet. A dragon coming to eat him. Be still. Be still. Smaug says, you have nothing left but your death. And he takes flight and approaches the tower. And in that moment, Bard sees one scale missing on his belly. The sun begins to look back at the noise and the evil dragon coming forward. And Bard says, look at me. Look at me. The sun addresses his father, looks eye to eye, and stands still with a javelin on his shoulder. He lets go. He hits his target, and the dragon dies. What did the sun do? The sun is you. Be still and look at Jesus. There's evil all around you. There's evil inside of you. But be still and look at Jesus. Evil will die. But you will not. Let's pray. Father, thank you for these students. Um, I ask that you transform our lives and that we experience your love and grow in your grace, that we would be still and look at you, that we won't try harder, but we will rest in who you are. In Jesus' name, amen.